Hello and welcome to Euphoria, a podcast all about the great glam and garish from Eurovision past. My name is Roland Bodnam, and as ever, I am joined by the dodgy Isabel Chilman. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I think. How are you doing, Isabel? All right? Yeah, I'm okay. Thanks, mate. Yeah. How are you? Long um, weekend? Uh, yeah, enjoyed lovely, my long weekend. Lovely, long Easter weekend oh, over God. here in the yes. UK. Uh, Two extra days off work. Yeah, so four, four days day off, Four days off in a row. That's um, very special. I spent quite a lot of it watching Netflix. Oh, good. Anything specifically or just a browsing? I started watching Always Better Call browsing. Saul because I was going to start watching... Oh, I love that. I was going to start watching Breaking Bad from the start and I thought, well, I've seen all that. Uh, also, I'm not... I didn't like Breaking Bad. Oh, but you like Better Call Saul? Love Better Call Saul. Interesting. I found 90% of the characters in uh, Breaking Bad really annoying. Uh. I just liked Gus and Hank. Yeah, that's fair enough. Anyway, this <laughs> is a podcast about the Eurovision Song Contest, if you haven't guessed already. Um, each week we look at a story from Eurovision past and then at the end of the episode I attempt to create my own Eurovision Song Contest entry. Before we start, Isabel, mm-hmm. would you like a lovely bottle of Chianti from Italy? Oh, Chianti. Oh yeah, Chianti. <laughs> What, As in the I very say? famous Hannibal Lecter <laughs> Chianti, yeah. yeah. Hey, would you like a lovely bottle of Chianti? <laughs> <laughs> Chianti. Oh dear. You're so rough. <laughs> My upbringing, eh? Um, Isabel, you, something happened in your life. Did it? Something furry happened in your life. Oh my God, yeah, I got a cat. <laughs> I was like, what? What happened? <laughs> I adopted a cat on Friday oh from my Battersea God. Dogs and Cats Home. How is adopt, she? Adopt, don't shop, guys. Yeah. Always adopt your pets. Adopt, don't shop. How mm. is she? She's settling in a treat. She's What's beautiful. She's a little cloud angel. She's oh, called Patsy. Patsy. Um, I'll put a photo of her online. Um, you can find pictures of her on my Twitter and Instagram anyway, because I'm fucking obsessed already. <laughs> I would murder someone if they harmed that angel. Like, she's a cloud fairy, oh, and I love her. Uh, well, congratulations. Thanks so Let's much. Have have a little... fam. Good noise. Ooh. Oh, nice good pop, pop there and on a good the as Chianti. Well. Uh, yeah, I'll pass you your glass. There we go. It's to Patsy. To Patsy. Oh, your new <laughs> love. Uh, so now we've done that, we can begin the podcast with our usual segment. Eurovision News. <laughs> yeah, there's an immediate shocked face on Isabel's, shocked look on Isabel's face there. Um, clearly, she is very well prepared and has some what? Eurovision news. That typing away is I... definitely... <laughs> What do you mean? I just remembered something else I need to look up on the internet. Yeah. Um, There's actually been a fair amount of news. Um, Oh, no, there's the big one, which, I mean, genuinely, Russia and the Ukraine, if you could stop making large announcements either the day after or two days after we've already recorded the podcast, that'd be fucking great. Because this is now the second or third time we've released the podcast and the news is already out of date. Yeah because of you changing plans all the time. <laughs> but um, as we kind of predicted was going to happen, Russia is not taking part nope. anymore. Not nope. broadcasting, not taking part. No. Or the main channel isn't broadcasting it, which I presume means they're not going to broadcast it. No, I mean, you can watch it online, so yeah. they might watch it online. But um, but yeah, there's going to be no broadcaster um, uh, broadcasting the Eurovision Song Contest in, in Russia, which I think we predicted and was kind of a given from a, a way yeah, away. I everyone knew this was going to happen. I don't know, to be honest. I, d- 
don't feel that sad about it. I know that a lot of people are very upset and I know I should have the wonderful open Eurovision um, family mindset of everyone join in yeah. and there's no politics involved in this and come on. But the reason why Russia gets booed so heavily every single year is partly it's become like a pantomime thing, but it is also because of their horrendous human rights um, atro- kind of atrocities yep. that take place. And with what's been going on recently with their gay concentration camps that, yeah. uh, I mean, a woman in a wheelchair isn't going to save you from being booed then. Like, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I just don't think anyone comes out of this very well. Oh, in no, Ukraine comes like, out of it terribly yeah, as well. And, and the EBU not not sort of Have seeing this to... coming and, yeah, and going, oh, like planning for it. I think, I think it's probably good that it's come to this and that it won't be really you know i wouldn't want the whole russia ukraine thing on the night to be like a really big distraction so i think maybe russia not taking part and it just being right scrub this off and next year we'll start afresh hopefully anyway i have some any other business for you and i think you might quite like this one as well Um, i'm gonna send you a little uh thing and i want you to click on it uh so this is the biography page of Mihai Trustiariu and just scroll down to the bottom line of his biography there oh my god oh my god who did this so at the bottom after all of the citation needed citation needed citation needed and everything about his music career and his five octaves and a half singing voice that he has that's only bested by Mariah Carey and um and the cat home he owns and like all his bizarre stuff right at the end it says Mihai was the focus of the increasingly influential <laughs> Euphoria podcast episode 14 entitled Festival Fun Fun the podcast notes how many citations are needed on this wikipedia (laughs) Ah! (laughs) that is the greatest thing i've ever seen who did that tell me immediately i have had an email from a person who goes by the name clem fandango Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and they sent me uh, an email and subject line some business um and said uh your podcast is fantastic Thank you, Clem. Um, uh, and then says, um, firstly, I wondered if you could check out Mihai's wiki page. Um, I edited this a few weeks ago to note the contents of episode 14, and it appears to still be there. Yeah, It does appear to still be there. I love it. So thank you, Clem, for adding that. That was, I wouldn't even know how to do that. I, I don't know how to edit Wikipedia pages. No, Clem, you are, um, I mean, I've never said this to anyone before, but you are my favourite. You yeah. really are. Yeah. Uh, that is that's oh my god that's made my i mean that goes too far that it doesn't it doesn't go far enough to say it's made my day but this has made my i mean this is this is this is my, this is the greatest thing this is amazing oh clem also goes on to say that they've um heard that you've mentioned several times that you've got a eurovision playlist and they were interested in you maybe sharing that they said that they said that they're training for the london marathon next weekend and have a Eurovision heavy playlist themselves, but it'd be great to boost that with some more Euphoria approved tracks. Oh, okay, yeah, I yeah, I, I mean it's on Spotify and it is definitely an open playlist, so I'll tweet it. Yeah, you can tweet. Yeah, I'll tweet the, it. Tweet the playlist. And okay, then I'll tweet it out and Clem, you can have a look at it. I think that. it's pretty um, like. So I've got 86 songs on there at the moment, so I definitely need help as well. So How if I share it on it? Twitter, four hours, 24 minutes. Oh, that's a, that's a slow marathon. I say slow. <laughs> there you go. That's like an average marathon length. So, but I, I, I definitely need 
like I add stuff to it all the time, yeah. but it, it, there's definitely probably very obvious things missing. So okay. I'm going to share it on Twitter, Clem, and anyone else. And if I'm missing something um, that should be on there, tell me. We have also had an email this week from our good doctor down under, Reggie. Reg, hi, Reg. Do- doctor in training, and said, uh, hi, Isabel and Roland, hi. Uh, I was listening to the podcast while exercising, and it got me so pumped up. Oh, um, everyone's all about exercise. I didn't realise we had right. such healthy oh, I know. listeners. I know. Um, so I think uh, Reggie's referring to the song here. Uh, she says, I mean, I'm in a stable long-term relationship. All right, boasting. Yeah, like, shovel. <laughs> fucking hell, Reg. Um, but, then in brackets, <laughs> but then in brackets says, but he hates Eurovision, boo. Oh, no, mm, dump over. Yeah. <laughs> Just end it now, um, quickly. But easy come, easy go did make me mad. Not in a bad way. Um, <laughs> and make me push harder. Maybe oh. you could think about making some more awesome tracks to work out to. I feel like that's my, like... Oh, we could do, like, dance remixes of yeah. some of the original ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really do um, exactly the opposite of what Anthony said and just overproduce, overproduce the shit out everything. of every single one of them. Also, if you uh, do Festival Fun Fun and imagine there's a clown running behind you... <laughs> oh, my God! You're never going to stop running, right? <laughs> <laughs> Or crying. <laughs> that would be weird at the gym. Just be like in tears. Uh, so then Reggie says, I'm sorry things are going kind of shit for you, Isabel. Oh, I mean, thanks, Reg. Mostly I'm fine. Yeah, you've got a cat now. Yeah, I got a cat. Lose um, a man, gain a cat. That's my motto. Yeah, she says, sorry about being dumped, but I wouldn't mind dating you, winky face. Oh, hello, so, Rose. <laughs> hello I mean, there. It, it would be a long distance relationship. But, yeah, uh, mate, to be honest, go. last one was Australian too, oh, so I'm God, a bit off yeah. your lot at the moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyway, uh, it's nice but thanks anyway. getting emails for you. That's fine. Yeah, so those are our two emails this week. Thank you very much for getting in touch with us. It was very um, exercise heavy, wasn't it? Yeah, very impressive, odd, isn't it? It's good. I mean, good work, I mean, guys. Yeah, be good, be healthy. Yeah, be, yeah. Be you, just be you. We don't guys. want our listeners dying off. Um, that that was great. Thank you so much to Clem and Reggie for getting mm. in touch. And if you want to get in touch uh, as well, you can email us um, on EuphoriaPodcast at gmail And you can also contact us on Twitter, which is at EuphoriaCast. And I will definitely tweet out. Um, those Spotify links. So uh, now is time, Isabel, <laughs> to move on to the main part of the podcast, and that is where one of us tells a beautiful story from the history of the Eurovision Song Contest. This My week, week, it's your week, Isabel. It's me. Um, so, shall we get underway? Uh, if we have to. I suppose please. we do. Goran Karen was born on the 2nd of April 1964 in Belgrade. And he specialises in songs influenced by Dalmatian folk music uh, and is known for his powerful and refined tenor voice. Dalmatian? Yeah. Is that the the place? Because I um, thought that might come up. Because I also, obviously, the first thing you think of is... (laughs) Dogs! Dog! Dog! Like barky! Barky folk music! Barky Uh, woof woofs! So, Dalmatian... So Dalmatian folk music, or Dalmatian music, is uh, from the Croatian region of Dalmatia. One of the four historical regions of Croatia alongside Croatia proper, Salvonia, Slavonia, sorry, and Istria. The region has a long musical tradition strongly resembling seaside Italian, Spanish or Portuguese music in the temperament lovely. and structure. Sounds lovely. I'd love to Delightful. be on a seaside, seaside Italian or Portuguese or wherever the other one was. Do you think the they have was. all the Dalmatian dogs there too? I think that must be where they come from, right? Must be. So everyone <laughs> should have one and then it's the loveliest place. Get a Dalmatian, go to the Italian be coast. Be like one of those Japanese islands that has like just covered oh, in rabbits shit. and stuff. And it's just, just a whole Dalmatian place full dogs? of Dalmatian dogs. That would go amazing. down in a heartbeat. Um, okay, moving on. 
Um, Goran, okay, so, <laughs> um, very, actually quite fittingly, as Mihai was um, brought up yes. earlier, so in similar ilk, Goran's uh-huh. website uh-huh. is incredible. Uh-huh. Uh, it has a countdown timer until his next gig, which um, is like three days and an hour away. <laughs> it's very 2005. And, and then that gig happens and then it updates to another like three days two hours yeah like. <laughs> sure I don't know I'm gonna look in three days time and see what happens it's a lot of maintenance uh, yeah it's weird <laughs> um, and his bio on there is the most in-depth thing I've ever read amazing for a you know there should be a very you know brief description yeah. of well, they act and they've done this as their accolades and yeah. they've they've sung and this has been their accolades and this has been the key points yeah Everything Ooh. he's ever done is like listed a, there. I mean, if you're not going to get a chance to publish an autobiography, then just just make a website. Do mate. it on your bio. Just do a website <laughs> or a Wikipedia. Um, so right now, I'm going to give you the highly, highly abridged version of his life. <laughs> okay. okay, full version. Go to the site. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. highly abridged. <laughs> I feel like most key of content your, only. Most of your work this week wasn't writing; it was cutting stuff. Editing. I'm really good at editing nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but he does have a website, www.gorankaren.hr. So HR, okay. Yeah. Um, now, Roland, you're going to like this, this mm. um, start off because I know how you love a rock band name. <laughs> I do. I really love I them. really do. So in the early 80s, uh, Goran sang in the bands The Ninth Circle, <laughs> Zippo, <laughs> Big Blue and epicenter <laughs> they are they're all great they're all epicenter is one of my favorites really i think good, yeah. i epicenter. laughed for a good 10 minutes when i read that, that the ninth circle is a great one that could epicenter could either be a shit name that they come up with for their team in the apprentice or <laughs> or a rock band oh my god yes epicenter <laughs> yes um, in early 1997, Goran started his solo career, mm. and in 1998, won the Zadar Fest, which is a musical festival held annually in. Well, I've said Zadar, and now I think it's Zadar. Okay, Zadar Fest. Zadar. In I Croatia. quite like Zadar because it sounds like Zadar. radar. Yeah. So he won that music contest with the song. Sentence me as I love you, which wow. I think might be a bad translation. If not, it's the greatest song name ever. <laughs> Sentence me as I love you. I like that. I think. Can that's you good. take that? And run I with mean, it? it sounds. I think that's not correct, which means it's definitely okay yeah, for you to have a no, song called that. Yeah, I might have to use that as inspiration. It I mean, can be kind of. Um, um, How long is poly... a piece of love? Kind of. No, no. I was thinking more like Polly. Love is a crime. Uh, oh yeah. Sentence oh, me as yeah, I love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very dramatic. It's yeah, it sounds like Shakespeare. Mm, it's great. <laughs> His first solo album. Like I Don't Love You, or as it was originally translated by Google, As I Do Not Love, which okay. again, again, use that right. one. I need, to start, that. Yeah. I need to start, just start writing lyrics and then put them into Google Translate, translate <laughs> into something again. and then back again, and they'll turn yeah. out great. As I Do yeah. Not Love, um, was a collaboration with a very famous Croatian composer, and the album was a bestseller in Croatia oh. and achieved platinum and status since then. Nice. Very successful young man. Very, very successful good. in Croatia. Uh, he also has albums uh, called Dalmatian Tears and... <laughs> I really want that to be about dogs. And I know it might not be, but I really want that to be about dogs' tears. <laughs> it's all I can picture. Um, he also has an album called Dolmation Tears and another one called 
ahoy exclamation mark <laughs> that's sea shanties that's just sea shanties right oh uh, man and won an album well you said that uh, he's also won an award called the golden gull Ooh. I think he may have won it twice I couldn't quite understand golden gull but it's a good name yeah all golden these things are really gull. great names everything in this story has could, a fantastic name I could do he's, he's maybe um one of my favourite people I've ever read Ooh, about. Like, that's... nothing hugely... I'm not ruining anything, but nothing hugely dramatic happens no, in okay, this story. Fine, but he's just a... But everything I've read about him makes me love him more oh. and more. Dalmatian tears. Yeah. Ahoy! The golden girl. <laughs> like, he's just like a delight. A, he's living in a fairy tale. He's <laughs> such a dream, babe. I really, I'm really into I him. I could do a song called The Golden Girl as well. <laughs> right, so many song names coming from this. Mm. This is great. The 45th Eurovision Song Contest mm. in 2000 mm. was held on 13th of May at the Globe Arena in Stockholm, uh, following Charlotte Nielsen's victory with Take Me to Your Heaven Swedish. in Jerusalem the previous year. So there were, the year 2000, Eurovision Song Contest, yeah. uh, there were some controversies that mm. year concerning participating countries, including Israel's Ping Pong, who we've heard about in yeah. episode one we did. of the podcast. So you go back to that if you haven't listened, if you don't know about them yet. We went, we talked about um, all of Israel's <laughs> controversies in the contest. We covered Israel. Many, yeah. many we times. Um, so they were the ones that went on and waved Israeli and Syrian flags around and they ah, had a sexy yeah, video yeah, yeah. and yeah. two of them kissed. And yeah. Big, big stuff. Great, you know. great. Good for them. Good kissing. Um, <laughs> and, but Goran was a good boy. Good. And remained controversy-free. No controversy there, at least no. according to his website. <laughs> I, found, I did have a good hunt to oh, see okay. if there was anything shady about him. But yeah. that's what I mean. I, I really like him. Look at He's us. He's a really we're nice as, guy. We're as bad as the tabloids, just like trying to dig up dirt on, on our <laughs> stories. Come on, there's got to be something bad. Uh, Is he well, in a cult? Is he a Nazi? Oh, yeah, I know. But, no, no, but no. I really like... That's why... Because at first I was like, oh, is this going to be really boring? Yeah. Because no. we change this. Celebrate. And then he was like, no, he's a really good boy. Yeah, we'll celebrate the good boys. Cad Zaspu and Deli, or mm. When Angels Fall Asleep, also known as Astani, which means stay. Okay. I don't know why it's got two names, couldn't see that. Okay. Was the Croatian entry from that year, performed by Goran. Stay. 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 Astani. That's good. That's when good. Angels Fall Asleep is wanky. That's a bit crazy, yeah. Um, he initially wanted to perform it in the song in English, but was not allowed to due to the public voting. So again, over there at the time, I don't know if it's still this way in Croatia, but the public got a choice in ah, terms of what it was going to be sung as. So yeah. the similar vote was pl in place the previous year before, and the public voted that their um, 1999 entry, Doris Dragovic, um, sang her song Maria Magdalena in Croatian as opposed to English as well. Yeah. So the Croatians love a Croatian they, song. They'd rather it be sung in Croatian. Good Fair for enough. you. Yeah, because you know. as we've realised, if we don't know what's being said, you can have really shitty lyrics. It doesn't matter. We just hear it in foreign. The song was performed 17th on the night, following Switzerland's Jane Bogart with La Vita Cose, mm. and preceding Sweden's Roger Ponter with, when, with When Spirits Are Calling My Name. Now, you might recognise the name Roger, because he was also in this year's Melody Festival, and he was the big, um, he looks like a Viking man. The old chap with big robes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, had, yeah. like yeah, fire, yeah. and oh. maybe he did have a staff, or if I imagine that he had a staff. with him as well? No, it was just him. Oh. Um, so, Astani, or Stay, is a love bird. Mm. With uh, Goran pleading with his lover to stay with him, even when angels fall asleep. Oh, God. I don't know what that fucking means. Does that mean someone's dead? Does um, that mean night time? You know when you're getting to that stage in a relationship and 
I mean, maybe one day either of us will get to that point. Either of us will manage to get that far into a relationship. Where you're like, you start talking and you're like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready to commit and like, yeah, this is cool. We're now like actually boyfriend and girlfriend. And then if you were like saying that at a dinner and then they went, and will you be with me even when the angels fall asleep? <laughs> you're going, oh, Ooh, there's something I didn't know about you. <laughs> Are you oh, in a cult? I, get out of here. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when mate. the angels are asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I think it's just meant to be generic romantic, yeah. but I find it. A bit yeah. weird. Be with me when the angels are asleep. It sounds. Weird. I mean, it's, it, uh, to me, it just means when I murder someone. <laughs> Like, and when there's been many bodies buried, it's like, they're my angels, like, they're all asleep sh- sh- now. The angels are asleep. The angels are asleep. <laughs> like, you've just, like, committed a mass genocide. And, and will you be with me even when the angels are asleep? <laughs> <laughs> run, yeah. run, run, run. Mm, a bit weird. Um, so some of the lyrics include, kiss me and be here. Let me shut my eyes on your warm shoulder. <laughs> kiss me and be here. Let the heart beat like the first time. Kiss me, pray. May all the world's candles burn for us. Wow, that's good. Better in Croatian. I like so I didn't my, know what it meant. I like may all the words, bur- all the world's candles burn for us. I like that. That's quite a good one. That one. Set the world aflame. <laughs> <laughs> and the angels were asleep. That's what he's gonna do. He's gonna kill everyone with an arson. Big fire. He's it's nice gone, though. He's a dark. nice one. He's, he's a nice a good one. boy. Oh he's no, we've boy. ruined his good boy vibes. He is a good boy. Maybe he didn't write it. Maybe someone else wrote it. So the song is. <sighs> It's pretty nothingness okay. in terms of Eurovision standards. Mm. Like, mm. You've, it's generic. It's not going on the Eurovision playlist. Okay. Let's put it that way. Okay, okay? you're not going to be doing but the marathon. But if there was a visual Eurovision playlist I had, mm. it would be on that because the performance is. I mean, it's pure Eurovision oddness. Mm. It's ridiculous. So um, we're going to watch some of it now, Roland. Yes. And um, play a little bit of it. The link that I've sent you. And I just keep your eyes um, on uh, just just to the right. There's a figure just to the okay. right of Goran on the this stage. This is interesting. Right. Um, and for any of you watching it, we'll, we'll describe it afterwards. Yeah, we'll have a little describe. Oh. oh. <laughs> She's beautiful. <laughs> wow, I really went on a journey with that. Right, I know, we all do. And actually, I just went on a journey too because I immediately regret saying that it was Eurovision nothingness and not going on the playlist. Yeah. Because actually, I've no, I am quite into it, and it's going to go on the playlist. It is, quite, it is. I mean, it's not Eurovision, I think it is. It's fu- It's a. It's alright. Yeah. Just for those everyone, everyone who's um, listening, who hasn't yeah. watched it. Um. So, uh, <laughs> Goran appears on stage mm. dressed in a black suit, accompanied by a male guitarist. Yeah. And two female backing singers in grey dresses. Yeah. Very glamorous. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just to the right of him is a figure entirely hidden by what 
Wikipedia described as a black veil. Mm. Um, although I think it looks more like someone stuck inside a black duvet cover. It's pretty nightmarish. Like it's like, it's, it, yeah. It was really weird. It was it was weirdly not. It was like a figure moving around under this like weird black thing, and then mm. occasionally would like press their face against it. So you just see, yeah, like, like a horror film yeah, like when a, a face film. like peers like comes through a, a wall. Yeah. But when you watch the entire thing, I'm not gonna make you do it. So during the first verse and chorus, which is. A f- the first minute of that song, <laughs> yeah. the figure just stands there. That's terrifying. It doesn't move. It's awful. That is it doesn't horrifying. move. But it's just so pointless. Just stands there. Just just a black thing. But then it's almost there. like it's almost like. Am I imagining that? Like, is that meant to be? Is it a what, ghost? Has something I'm gone st- wrong? Has that person like, died in there? Inside. Like, are they terrified? Is they like? Yeah, exactly. That is weird. terrifying. Doing the second chorus, the figure moves around a bit. <laughs> A bit. Like shakes a bit. No, <laughs> just very, like a leg goes up at one point and then there's that face bit a mm. bit further towards the mm. end. But that's, again, for that over a minute. Creepy. Like barely anything happens really after that. Creepy. And then right at the end of the song. Yeah. And I mean, right, it's, it's in the last 10 seconds of a yeah. three minute song. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the figure removes the veil and reveals a very lovely, beautiful lady in a floor length, oh, in a floor length gown underneath. But that's in the last 10 seconds of the song. So for two minutes and 50 seconds, <laughs> that person does nothing. It just stands there on stage in a, covered in a black sheet. And it's, it's weird. Mental. It's weird because like, it's almost like a reveal, like, oh, all along. But you know, there's, you know, it's a person in there. Like you know, that's yeah, a human being. Yeah, you don't think it's being. like a like a dog. Or it's not like a magic trick where they were like over there, and then like the finale of the song is, oh my, really? They were over here. Have any Eurovision acts done magic tricks on stage? Them. Oh shit, that might I'm be my bagseeing. No, <laughs> Eurovision magic. I'm bagseeing. If for two not, weeks they should, there's been ice skating on stage. Why has there not been? There Why must hasn't be magic. someone vanished and reappeared elsewhere? I'm sure there has. You been. can do magic tricks. Maybe it's in the rules. No magic. No magic. In Yon Olo, if I look at the rules and no magic is one of them, I'm going to be very upset with you. No magic. In I'd immediately vote for a magician. Not after the magic disaster of 1962. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some sort of horrible um, smoke and mirrors um, incident where yeah. everyone died. <laughs> it's weird how she just emerges and then like that's the end of the song. That's it. It was a woman. All oh, along. it was a lovely woman. <laughs> Don't do shit, mate. It's rubbish. It's really weird. So at the end of voting that night, it had received 70 points, placing ninth. That's not bad. In a field of 24. I'm in, like, I, Jesus, we it, we can only wish of ninth. Oh, you got a ninth? Great. I'd be over the moon. I'd buy everyone a drink. If Every, you come, if everyone. you come to the Eurovision party uh, at the Montague Arms that we're going to be at and the UK come ninth or above, I will buy you a drink. I've been having visions Right, and I know, and I think I do this every year. Of like, I go, what if, what if this was our year? What if we won? Right? Oh, even you're so more naive, so. I, know, I fucking am. I've got so much. I'm so <laughs> hopeful, but like, and especially this year. Now we've got this this event that we're part of. Oh, you like, think that this would be the best year for it to happen? I think people would literally be in tears. Right? Like, we would. I would know never what to stop do. screaming. I think I'd pass out. Like that would not be- because I even <laughs> want the UK to win particularly because we don't have the best song. No, but because I wouldn't know what to do yeah. apart from scream in someone's face yeah. and then cry. I wouldn't go to bed for four days. Like, no, <laughs> I take the week off work. We just have a week of partying. Um, yeah. So the eventual winners on that evening were the Olsen brothers, mm. not the Olsen twins. 
That would be bro- great. They're brothers. These are brothers, but not the not, Olsen twins brothers. Not the just no, different just different brothers. Brothers, who are brothers of famous Olsen siblings. Where were they from? Uh, they represented uh, Denmark. Oh, well song, done. Fly on the wings of love. Oh. Mm. Um, another one of the controversies that year was that the Russian delegation petitioned for the winning Olsen Brothers song to be disqualified. Oh, Russia. After they had used a, now I don't know this word, a vocoder. Yeah, I know vocoder. So that's, that is the way to You know say when it. Daft Punk do a lot of their like... Yeah, yeah that's, that's what a vocoder is. Wow. Um, the Russians wanted um, Denmark to be banned because they used a vocoder to give one of the singers an electronic sound to his voice that's during it. one of the verses of the performance. But their issue was rejected by the EBU. <laughs> it's part of the Good song. Good for you, EBU. Yeah, it's, it's part of the song. Like, it's a song... Also, right- get over it. It's not like... That's the thing. It's not using autotune for the entire time and tricking everyone yeah. to think... Like, if he sings normally... The the entire time and at one point he goes ah, 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 yeah. and like everyone knows a that's robot. a robot though yeah like yeah. no one no one's gonna think oh he's got a great voice <laughs> he, doesn't, he? he does this he weird thing, this with robot his voice thing. He does a robot mental russia and, get over your weird shit and also on. it is a songwriting contest it's not a song singing contest it's not the voice it's a songwriting contest it's your best song that's because the, there's I been that's a bit nice there's been some say. instrumental songs so you can do a song that is like yeah random robot noises yeah you could someone do that <laughs> not you Roland someone do magic and a robot do magic, magic I've done robot. a robot a magic I've, done, robot. <laughs> I, I've done a robot one yeah exactly I've used the vocoder Russia would not have been happy with that you'd have been banned I would have well been banned. no the EBU would have backed you up yes thank you EBU, EBU. Oh, great Goran's musical career and his love of his home country continues well past Eurovision though oh good so that wasn't the end for him I'm glad he loves his home country Obs, mate. Obs. <laughs> in 2007, a series of fires struck the Croatian coast, destroying a large part of the fragile plant and animal life. There were 750 fires on the coast of Croatia from June 1st to August 8th. Um, and the total burned down, um, that was burnt down, covered an area of 159,000 159, hectares. Oh, bloody hell, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, there were people arrested for arson. Oh. Some of it was um, was Arseholes. shepherds sending, f- like setting fires for um, burning the grass out of the way for sheep. And I don't, I, oh, it's, it's not smart. It's like, not clever. It was all very bad. Um, and one of the worst incidents that that happened during that time was on August thirtieth of that year. A new fire broke out on the island of Kornat um, as part of the Kornati National Park. A team of 23 firemen were sent uh, in a helicopter on what they thought would just be a routine mission. Um, and upon arrival, they split into two teams, one with six firemen and the other with 17. The latter then split up one more time when three firemen lost their communication gear. Um, and, uh, and the remaining 13 were stranded between two hills with no water whatsoever. Oh my God. Uh, since the large water canister that they were using landed about 500 metres away from them, um, they 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 were just kind of stranded there. It wasn't close enough to be able to help them. Yeah. Being surrounded by the fire that, they, that was there, um, they got encircled by a wall of fire. Uh, and although the burning grass wasn't actually that high, they they find it, they just didn't have the necessary equipment. And they were they were volunteer firemen as well. They weren't yeah. um, professional. You know, there wasn't a full time job either. Um, uh, they were just people that you know volunteered to help out. Yeah. Save the in, save the countryside. Yeah, save their save their home. Like 
Um, they had nowhere to run, and in only a minute, six of them had been killed, with the other seven um, lying on the ground, badly burnt, and waiting for help for more than two hours. After the rescue, they were sent to the hospital, um, but unfortunately, six more of them died because of the bad burns on their body. It was a really horrific incident for Croatia at the time. The whole, you know, that whole summer was just heartbreaking, yeah. obviously, to see their to see their country go up in flames for yeah. numerous reasons, and then to have so many people who were trying to help die in such a horrific incident was it's really awful. heartbreaking for everyone yeah um deeply moved by the Konati fire tragedy goran composed the song this is not the end and gathered a group of very famous singers from croatia under the name split star because they were all from the region of Sp- split, split uh, to perform it alongside him and from starting writing the song so when this happened yeah. from starting writing the song to releasing it with a video took less than 15 days wow. he's a little star man yeah. like he is just like if he wants to do something he's gonna do it yeah. he's gonna organize he does it and just bloody gets it done yeah. um so he came yeah composed a charity single to raise money um in their memory that's beautiful of that the incident um which is very lovely of him yeah. you can find the video online as well so it's called um so in creation it's got the creation name of Ode. Ovo Nija Kraj, um, but it is known as This Is Not The End. And if you look for uh, This Is Not The End Split Star, you should be able to find it online and find the video for that. Um, And he's also seems to be pretty keen on big group events. Yeah. As in 2011, his song All The Colours Of The Rainbow was chosen as the theme song of the Festival of World Culture in Berlin. The recording of the track took place in 16 studios. Fucking hell. On three continents with over 500 musicians involved. Bloody hell. This lad knows how he, to organize a group event. He's got connections. Jesus, <laughs> I want him to plan my next birthday. <laughs> like, Jesus. Um, Goran is the, uh, so these are, some <laughs> these are just some other little choice notes that I found on his bio on his website that really made me love him so much more yeah. than I already did. Uh, Goran is the author of the, um, music and lyrics for a song called Until the Last Breath, which is the anthem of the 20... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, then. Should try that again. Yeah. Corin is also the author of the music and lyrics for the song Until the Last Breath, which is the anthem of the 2010 European Water Polo Championships oh on Instagram. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a morbid song for the <laughs> Until the last breath. <laughs> Until you drown trying to get that goal. Also, I love that the water polo has a theme. Theme song, yeah. <laughs> uh, and also composed the song Always Faithful, the anthem of the official Croatian national football team fan club, <laughs> which then became the official anthem of the Croatian football team. See, I'm... He loves an anthem. I'm missing a trick, right? I've now got, what, 16, 17 songs that I think I could definitely like get like the water polo like maybe like maybe the polo like the horseback polo for the UK I could do an anthem for them <laughs> right surely that can be some of your inspo going yeah. forward oh, anthems yeah. uh, in 2011 he I can the names of the only thing he does are always <laughs> fantastic in 2011 he published a live concert CD and DVD called Romance Under the Whistle fucking hell <laughs> uh, another lovely line off of his bio which made me um which made me chuckle was um it is interesting to note that all previous five albums sold in diamond platinum and gold circulation which just sounds like a big old brag which (laughs) i really like because once we go it's just on it's just like yeah it's happened i'm just gonna tell you 
Meg did yeah. really, really fucking well. But once it, once it hits platinum, you know that it's hit diamond and gold before it. Like platinum's the best, right? Name all of them. Um, so yeah, that's kind of that's the end of the story, really. Goran, as well uh, as is, as is made uh, clear on his website, is on Facebook. He's got a Facebook page. Is he? Twitter page and Instagram. Nice. Still going. Like should... Still performing. Still a singer. Uh, and as mentioned, his website is very in-depth <laughs> so feel free to visit if you need a little bit more Goran in your life yeah I mean I mean he sounds like and who doesn't need a who, bit more Goran in their life who doesn't need a bit more Goran I'm sure there's many many more great names if you're looking for inspiration for a song visit his Goran, fucking website Goran oh Christ every other like that is I mean that took what 45 minutes <laughs> of us messing about whatever but that is I would say a, th- a fifth <laughs> Oh, maybe even you know less than that of what is on his bio and also he's on Twitter I, I reckon paragraph after paragraph I reckon it, you follow him on Twitter and every tweet is going to be like when angels cry oh, the sun Gorin. shines on Gorin, the week <laughs> I'm well into him I love him he's great favorites. and he does like I know even, I know you said like he's he's got better with age but actually even in eurovision he looks like a big strong long-haired viking like man doesn't he in a suit he's got shades of um what was that model the Mm. like the stripper model that used to pose for the front of mills and boone's novels i don't remember that so there is one what's his fucking name wait a sec (laughs) mills and boone Oh my god, he's called Fabio. Oh. Fabio, that's his name. So he kind of looks a bit Fabio esque. <laughs> he does. He's got long, gorgeous hair and shape, face shape, the body. Like he is. Fabio, he is very Fabio. Fabio has a fitness video. There's a really. I mean, it is funny, but I don't think I should say that it's funny. Um, photos that you can find of Fabio once went on a roller coaster. <laughs> And a bird flew into his face. I've seen that video. Was that Fabio? <laughs> like, is that Fabio? So if you type in Fabio roller coaster, it's pictures of him looking very annoyed with a broken nose. Oh. With the girl next to him being like, are you all right? And he's just got a smashed up face. Oh my God. A bird oh shit. Flew into his face. Oh my God. Jesus, I've just looked at this picture of Fabio and he. Oh, it smashes into his face. So either that's the pigeon's blood or his blood. I think it's a combination of both, right? It broke his nose. Everyone around him looks very happy. I know they don't give a fuck. Like, there's a woman behind him who I think has bits of pigeon on her face. Oh. And they're all smiling. Well, Sorry, thank guys. you, thank you for your story as well. That was beautiful. Thank you as for ever. listening and full of inspiration for all of us. If we're ever, ever trying to sound ridiculously romantic or over the top, um, yeah, just over the top ridiculous, just look just up. Just do it. Goran's just, yeah, just go for songs. Goran, Goran, Karen. On that note, Isabel, now is the time of the podcast where we look to the future of Eurovision and we mm. look to. What the UK or any country, if they're willing to adopt my song, uh, could do uh, for future entries in the Eurovision Song Contest. Each week I write and record a song and Isabel judges it. So this week... Judgy Wudgy over here. Judgy Wudgy over here. Well, you say Judgy Wudgy. Last week you were very positive about my song. You took advantage of it. Easy come. No, 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 you didn't. I know I still really like it. It was a great song. Easy come, easy go. And I still really like the song. It was a good song. It was great. It was. And I I really appreciated your positive feedback on that 
Um, so I looked at that and I thought, look you what know, you've done to me. I'm glad that you've done yeah, me. Right. Great line. Great line. Um, so I looked at that and I thought, I thought, what was good about that? And I thought, well, actually, you know what? It's a universal thing, right? Being broken up with is a universal. We've all experienced it. Most of us, the vast ninety. Five percent of us have experienced being broken up with, mm-hmm. and the majority of us will at some point be broken up with again. It's just the facts of life, guys. It's just going to happen to you at Rec- some point. Uh, I mean, time and time again, it's going to happen to you <laughs> if our situations uh, or anything to go by. Yeah. Just, re- just repeated. <laughs> so, so that happened. So anyway, so I thought fine. not about breakups. I thought <laughs> I've done a breakup song. That's fine. But I thought, what are are they like universal things? What are things that other that the, the vast majority of people understand? and so I was thinking about that and I thought well you know what the days of the week is a common thing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and the weekend is a common thing right everyone loves the weekend everyone loves it when you get to the end of the week the working week and you get two days off or in the last weekend's case four four days off Yeah. and they experience a great time at the weekend so Isabel Mm. I've written a song Mm. called Waiting for the weekend. <laughs> Don't. Oh, it sounds so basic. It, like already, it sounds like the sort of thing that, and I will already preempt this with like, the, the fact that I'm not going to apologize for what I'm about to say. It sounds like the sort of thing that like someone who lives in Clapham would listen to. <laughs> If you don't live in the UK, in fact, if you don't live in London, that will probably be meaningless to you. It's basic. But basically, they're basic. They're basic bitches down there. Hey, if you're listening in Clapham, enjoy this stop one. Stop listening, mate. If you're listening from Clapham, either get out of Clapham or stop listening because you're not my you're not my sort. This is a song <laughs> called Waiting for the Weekend. Get your boys, girls out tonight. It's time to shake, work off and feel alright. Five days and it's back again. We got 48 hours of a party weekend. Get home, put your fresh crabs on. Pump out the tunes of your favorite song. Hey, We'll be going tonight Check yourself in the mirror And you're looking around We go Oh, what you looking? You got me shooking Oh, where you looking? Are you looking at me? Oh, now we're cooking I see you looking Oh, I've got my foot in And here we go Cause it's Friday night I'm feeling crazy You take me by the hand And call me baby Once you've got your job And join me Days work and Friday's calm. I've been dreaming of this time since Monday dawn. Before we realize it, our time will be gone. So put your feelers to the ceiling to the beat of the song. Like out on John, I'll be your rocket man. We'll be jumping on the floor as hard as we can. At the end of the night, I'll take your hand and I'll fly you around the moon. No one knows where we'll land because. Oh, how you dancing? You're chancing. Oh, are you romancing? Romancing with me. Oh, how you doing? I wanna do it. Oh, will you do it? It's Friday night, I'm feeling crazy You take me by the hand and call me baby Once you've got your job and join me lady Tonight could be the greatest party maybe Cause I went for the weekend The 
hype for the weekend. <laughs> that was a song for all you people who live in Clapham. Um, it really was, wasn't it? I think I wasn't wrong with my first statement. <laughs> I was kind of into it until it got to the chorus. Yeah, something happened then. You lost me. <laughs> it sounded good. You lost me at the chorus. No. When I did it at home. Yeah, no. Basic. Yeah. I mean... And then the rap. <laughs> we haven't addressed the rap yet. Oh, hey, where do we begin? Like Elton we... John, I'll be your rocket man. <laughs> I mean, some good lines in there, but... No, so, so this I started like... I think I was quite influenced by, and you'll you're only being proven more and more correct by this by Calvin Harris, right? For fuck's sake, <laughs> Roland, you need to get to fucking Clapham right now, mate. I was completely one hundred percent right. I read that song title. But if that song was Calvin Harris Dizzy Rascal, and we entered Calvin Harris Dizzy Rascal into the Eurovision Song Contest, oh. I think maybe we, you know it would be modern and cool and and jumpy and dancey. If that was Calvin Harris and Dizzy Rascal and was released in the UK charts twelve to thirteen years yeah, ago, yeah. you would have a number one in the charts. Yeah. That is Calvin Harris a decade ago. In the UK charts, that is not current or future Eurovision hit. <laughs> I mean, I you made a Clapham dance track. I didn't make a Eurovision song. No, so for that you're getting very, and I know that I, I think this one's going to have a backlash as well because it's not horrendous. It's not, hey, you know, it's not a festival fun fun song. Reggie's going to like it. You can run to that song. So, 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 what would you give this if it played on Eurovision night? Oh God! If what? this played, if this played, <laughs> you would, so if this played right, you would be like, "Oh, it's a fun dance song." You'd enjoy it. It wouldn't be like a slow ballad that goes on for like feels like five minutes. No, I'd like, be sat looking confused. No, what are you you saying? I'd enjoy it. It's putting words in my mouth that I'm not having. I'm trying to, I'm trying to push you to. You one might side. enjoy it, but no. If this came on on Eurovision night, in all honesty, and I know that I'm going to get a backlash with this because it's not one of your. It's not a horrendous song, yeah. but it is yeah. not a Eurovision song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> catch her. Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good song. Nah. Oh, Eurovision man. ain't paying for that shit. Four's one of the lowest. Yeah. So we got a, a four there, which four. Isn't, isn't necessarily the thing I was hoping for. Sometimes I do a song that I know is bad, and I. It's gonna get Last week you got 10, mate. What I know, you, you gotta balance it out. You gotta balance it out. So on that note, we're gonna end the podcast. Thank you all for listening. As we said at the start of the podcast, you can you can get in contact with us. You can send us an email, and that's at Euphoria Podcast at gmail.com. And you can get in touch with us on Twitter, and that is at EuphoriaCast. Um, so uh, on that note, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate you listening, uh, downloading the podcast. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, even if you're not listening to us on iTunes, do go onto iTunes and leave us a, a five-star review. Um, five-star only, please. Anything less. And <laughs> don't do it. It doesn't matter. I will find um, you. And write something. That really helps us get seen a little bit more. Um, because we really yeah. just want to I mean, get even seen. if you just put like a ton of thumbs up emojis, yeah, whatever, mate, it's fine. Just put some up. It's relevant. It's really helpful. Um, on that note, let's end the podcast in the same way that we end every podcast with the catchphrase, Isabel. Island. What will you do when the angels go to sleep? <laughs>
Christ on my A. I will um, just quietly pack my belongings and leave and never return. You will never hear from me again for ever using that sentence. Oh, well, on that note, thank you all for listening and we will see you next week. Goodbye! Too loud, too loud, too loud.